Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Every time I hear that Shane Bogdan uh, commercial, uh, Shane Bogdan was an old school uh, player from back in the day, about six foot four and I don't know, 220, 230 pounds. I figured the year out that he roared in the Oilers dressing room. It, it had to have been around like 1991, 92, 92, 93, because Robin Brownlee and me looked at each other and we're like, who the hell's that guy? Literally looked like he was cast out of central casting to be a, a tough guy in the NHL. He played with the Fort Saskatchewan Traders in the late 1980s, did Shane Bogdan. Richard Mavtichuk was on that team, was a very good puck-moving defenseman before he went to the Blades in the WHL. Derek Shabunka was their goaltender, and uh, Shabunka in 91-92 was a critical part of the Alberta Golden Bears National Championship team. Uh, He ended up stoning the uh, Regina Cougars, who had an awesome team with guys like Lenny Nielsen and Troy Edwards. These guys were big-time scorers in the Western Hockey League. Um, so, uh, but Shane Bogdan is like, <laughs> talk about looking like an enforcer. He literally uh, looked like an enforcer. Bob Stoffer with you from Bakersfield, California. It's 137 in Edmonton. And uh, Brendan Escott is manning the phones first back at 6.30 Chad in studio. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Brendan, where do you want me to go here? I still don't have Al, so maybe the text line is a good spot. We'll go to the text. Do you want to maybe switch and see if we can get John Shannon on right now? We can maybe do that. Oh. We'll make it happen. It's all good. Uh, <clears throat> this text comes in from Brian. He says, Bob, I guarantee that Tom Wilson will have his way with Leon and Connor tonight. I wonder why he wouldn't. That text, well, you never know. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. 
Hmm. The Big L has texted the show to say this is the Big L, as in uh, Larry or Lebowski. Uh, the current situation is one where, in the past, Oilers GMs have given in to a fan base, anger, and media pessimism, and sold the future team development for a quick fix. One or two players will not solve this team's woes. Getting back a healthy roster would. Holland is known for being a patient builder. It would hurt this spring, but I'm willing to watch the playoffs without the Oilers if they can evolve into a legitimate playoff contender. That one comes to us from the Big L. Ryan, in Pinocchio, Texas, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, I told you at the start of the year, this team wasn't tough enough. You would have had more insight into the organization than me, but why on earth, or what on earth, is the thought process here? Doing nothing to me is lunacy. Um, if Ken wants immediate help, uh, tell him you and I will suit up and be like the Bash Brothers from the Mighty Ducks too. That one comes to us from Ryan in Pinocchio. All right, and uh, I believe the names, it's, I think it's an Irish name, Royerden? Uh, anyhow, um, t- the team needs to be tougher. The Zebras were blind, uh, and then Lucic ran over and flattened Broberg. No Oiler went over to challenge Lucic. What a bunch of softies. No guts, no support for their teammate. They should be playing ringette. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling joins us right now. John, thank you for being amenable to uh, us moving around a little bit here. Uh, speaking of Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. So what do you think? Uh, we had Brian Lawton on the show, and I asked David Staples and Brian Lawton the same thing. What should Ken Holland do right now? Everybody... Uh, you know, obviously everybody targets the goaltending situation. I'd say that's easier said than done. What do you think's going on right now with the owners? You have your sources plugged in on the team, John. <laughs> I think they're probably going to Lourdes before anywhere else, Bob. They're trying to get people healthy. Um, that, that's the that's the biggest issue, and 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 for lots of people, that might be the biggest excuse. Um, I, I I do think that uh, that there has to be a need. I think on the blue line still. I think that there needs to be some help uh, for uh, that group of guys. Um, and uh, that, to me, is probably the number one want of this organization at this point. Uh, it's easy to sit here and say, oh, yeah, goaltending. You tell me who. Um, there doesn't, I mean, the list of available quality goaltenders is very, very short right now. And we can sit here and say Marc-Andre Fleury all we want, but there's no guarantee that he will leave Chicago. There's no guarantee Chicago will trade him. And there's no guarantee that the Oilers have the assets and the cap space available to do that. Uh, other than that, I think the goalie list is really short. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, does Braden Holtby fit in? But I'll tell you what, Holtby and Ottinger have done a pretty good job together in Dallas. Ottinger's the number one guy, but he has a he has a, a good veteran backup in, in Holtby uh, that, uh, that is possible. So I, I just don't know what the list is for goaltenders. Do you want better goaltending? Yeah. You know, I, I, I would tell you that there are 15 teams that think they're going to the playoffs that want better goaltending and want more consistency. Um, and the Oilers are on that list and, and maybe close to the top of it.
Did we lose Bob? Well, it's you and me then, Brendan. <laughs> I I suppose so. <laughs> All right. uh, oh, and and what's better yet? Here's what I think happened: is I think Al May just called him and knocked him off the air because <laughs> Al May's calling me right now. So while we, uh... <laughs> Boy, why don't you and Al and I'm I have it? By the way, Brendan, oh, hey, how's me? it going? Okay, I'll get out of your way. Here's what we'll do. We'll have Al come on at 3.45 if we can get Al on it. Or, sorry, 1.45 uh, Edmonton time. So, sorry about that, John. So, yeah, you were talking oh, about no the problem. goaltenders. Yeah. I, I mentioned earlier in the show, I wonder whether or not, you know, getting another a veteran defenseman that maybe is a little bit better defensively, especially given some of the redundancy with Barry and Bouchard, if that might be the ultimate play. I concur with you with the health of the forwards. Like, you know, they got four guys out. Now, there's a chance... We see Cassie and Archibald maybe as early as this weekend. They're both back in, uh, but they're not going to get RNH and 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 Pulley-Arvey back for you know maybe a couple weeks here, and then they still have the option of Holloway and the Miners at some point. So they've got some forward options. For me, I think if they do make a play, it's for a D. And, and I yeah, asked the question. That's, that's what that's what I had said, Bob. I agree with you. I think yeah. I think that's where because in essence, uh, you know, a solid defenseman helps your goaltending doesn't it so you, you you do you do add something to the blue line and you do add some protection to the guy that's trying to stop the puck there, there you go um hey i'd be re- remiss uh without uh get, getting your thoughts what sort of response do you think alexander ovechkin's going to get tonight in edmonton i mean there's a, as you know a very heavy ukrainian population in yep. the province of alberta especially in edmonton yeah i was it was it was interesting i i I didn't notice on TV. I didn't notice what kind of response he got in Calgary, although um, it was you know there were times I did thought I, I thought I heard some booing. Um, I suspect there will be some. I mean, and, and everyone has that right to do that. And and it, you know the the Capitals have tried to mitigate some of uh, of the issue. Remember, it was a week ago where they said you couldn't bring a flag. And then they said, well, you can bring a flag, just don't block your fans. And then yesterday they came out and, and, and condemned the war and the Russian aggression. So uh, they have tried to help. They have tried to help Alex Ovechkin and the other Russians like Kuznetsov on this team um, in order to try to make them have a have some space to play the game. We know there are harassments going uh, away from the game, whether it be on yep. social media, which is unfortunate. Uh, but again, we we live in a time where public and private criticism is a fact of life right now. It's it's a difficult situation. So- much more difficult for those in Ukraine, um, but I would not be surprised to see the outcry in, uh, at the at Rogers Place tonight being quite loud. So you and me are both on the face-off show tonight, uh, and then I'm going to watch TNT tonight. Their broadcast of the Oilers game. Yeah, uh, I'd like to get your thoughts as a as an executive that worked in hockey for a long time on the television side. Which show have you liked more, the TNT show or the ESPN show? I've liked the I've liked the TNT show more. Um, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of both. Uh, I think that um, I, I think what Turner has done is is paid attention to it, um, like they always have their NBA show. So they've given it a, a little bit of the same luster, which is positive. 
Uh, I think when you can add Wayne Gretzky to any type of show, that it's going to give some street cred. Paul Bissonnette has been a uh, a positive for them, and I think Anson Carter and, and, and Rick Tockett have done a good job too. That said, Kenny Albert, Eddie Olchick, their their number one broadcast crew are are very good and have done a solid job. So they they in many ways took the mantle from what NBC did. They brought a lot of NBCers over, and and they have not missed a beat. ESPN, uh, you know, they they're a giant machine, and they've yeah. tried to respect. They've tried to respect a lot of the people within the organization. Love the game, which is great. Loyalty is an important factor in our business. Uh, and at the same time, uh, they've been trying to experiment a bit more, I think, with the product. Uh, you know, the, one of the bigger issues is that uh, there aren't many games truly on ABC or ESPN. I think less than 30. Most of them right. are on their uh, on their digital platform on Hulu or ESPN Plus. Uh, so you need to subscribe to that. So that has that has put them, I think, at a little bit of a disadvantage. John, great stuff. Appreciate the time. Thanks for moving around, uh, and we'll talk on Monday. Okay, Bob. In 90 seconds' time, Al May will join us. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Moved it around. We got five and a half minutes. We're going to be joined right now on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline by Washington Capitals analyst, friend of the show, Al May. Al, uh, sorry for the uh, mix-up there. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Always better after a win for the hometown team here. Well, uh, and they played better of late, and special teams is a big part of what's turned it around for Washington. Al, uh, they've killed off 25 of their last 26 shorthanded situations, and they're playing the Oilers who are ice cold on the power play, and their power play is at 28% since January 28th. What's happened here? the last two games they've had the line of Mantha Baxter and Oshi all in the lineup at the same time and those are three guys that play in the power play so right now they've got two power play groups that features all of their top six guys and there's more urgency when they're out there moving the puck around so it's it's not you know just throw in players the extra guys we've gone through a ton of rookies here 11 or 12 calls from Hershey this season so now you're pushing everyone back into the slots where they belong so I think the Caps first line, the second line, and the fourth line are really good right now. And, you know, it just makes the game easier for their defensemen who have been piling up the points lately. And I think in the last 14 games, they've scored power play goals in 11 of them. And they've scored 14 power play goals, I believe, maybe 13. Uh, but I, I just look at what they're doing on the power play right now. And then I think it's 18, 19, 20 penalty kills in a row right now. So. You know, obviously having the better players back, I think, makes a huge difference in the lineup. You have to have depth to be consistent, and they're, they've gotten better and better the last three games. Al, the Oilers lost to Calgary 3-1 on Monday night and played without, you could argue, six or seven regulars, including, you know, Nugent Hopkins, who got two goals the last time these two teams played, Edmonton and Washington. What are your thoughts when, you know, a team like Edmonton that many would say is not the deepest, when their top guys receive uh, criticism? I think it's, it's too easy to do, and I think it's wrong, because I've witnessed it here. When you don't have a supporting cast, it's so much easier to focus on the top guys. And when, you know, they play McDavid and Dreisaitl together and there's no other threat, you don't have to worry about anything. 
And really, they, they've got so many players out of lineup. I look at their game the other night. I watched it start to finish. And you're missing, you know, puck-moving defenseman of Bouchard. Barry was out of the lineup. Just take that out of the lineup. And, and you know, it's Darnell Nurse did not have a, a good game the other night, but it's never from a lack of effort with that kid. Uh, it was easier to focus on him. He looked exhausted. He looked like he was trying to do too much. And you can't blame him with the amount of players that they had out. So I, I looked at it. I wasn't sure if it was two or three regular defensemen they had out. Duncan Keith, I know, has just gotten back. I thought maybe they should have handed some of the power play time to him earlier uh, just to have that veteran presence. He's been out there. He's done and seen everything in the game so far. But I, I looked at Edmonton the other night, and they reminded me of Pittsburgh before they went on their two cups uh, in 16 and 17. And I remember the, the teams the year before I looked at, and everyone was all over Crosby. They're all over Malkin. I thought, yeah, what the hell are you watching? You know, you look at these guys are putting out every night. They're putting up numbers. And I looked at the third and fourth lines, and there weren't enough NHL players back there. And there was too many guys. That, and I said it on your show before, one of the problems with the Oilers in the past, and right now it's due to a lot of injuries, I think. You, you have all these other guys in that bottom six, and maybe one or two of them should be in the lineup at a time. You look at the defense, you know, when you're, you know, hurrying guys in and, you know, you've got injuries like they've had, all of a sudden you're forcing, you know, players into the lineup. And I even look at a kid like William Lagasin the other night. He's on his offside. He's playing right defense. Not very good on right defense. He's still getting the game on the left side. So it's just tough to get the puck up to the top guys. You're not getting production, you know, production out of the lower end guys. And I, I look at McDavid, I look at Drysdale, I look at Evander Kane, Zach Hyman, and then there's a steep drop-off right there because they have the injuries to Nugent Hopkins, who's just a, a wonderful player. I think he's an excellent two-way player and makes that team so much more dangerous. And he, he certainly was a difference when they were here in Edmonton. And then Gouljavari, he's a dangerous player. He gets a lot of chances, even when he's not scoring. He's the guy that's tough possession, and, and he adds to the speed of the game. So I just think it's tough when you're injured. It's too easy to go after the top guys. Believe me, their, their heart, their soul, their effort, it's there. Uh, I didn't see McDavid and Drysdale making mistakes the other night. I just thought Darnell Nurse, he had, a, he had some gaps in that game, and, and it looked like pure fatigue to me, trying to do too much. And, uh, and you know, they got, they, I think they play him too much, and I think it's catching up to him right, right now. And uh, he needs some help. You need some help in the numbers there. Al, uh, I apologize for not having a lot of time today. Thank you for joining us. We'll, maybe we'll swing on uh, something together for next week and have a little bit more of a window, okay? That is Al May, longtime Washington Capitals broadcaster. All right, uh, tonight, uh, Oilers and Capitals live from Rogers Place. Uh, Jack, Louie, and Gino have it for you uh, on the uh, television. Oh, uh, yes, it's a national broadcast, by the way. Uh, on the radio side, the face-off show with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown will do color tonight with Cam Moon. Uh, John Shannon and myself will join the show on the face-off show. The puck drops at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, I'm still in Bakersfield, and we'll have uh, Louis DeBrusque on for GCL Diesel. Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack. And uh, we'll have somebody out of Bakersfield as well on tomorrow's edition of Oilers. Now, up next, a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. And then the 6.30 chat afternoons, Jalen and I at the helm from uh, 3 until 4.30. So long, everybody. I'll join you at 4.35 Edmonton time. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.